I'd like to uh, say a few words on the on the qualities of the heart. Uh, as many of you know, in, uh, in the Buddhist psychology, there is uh, several lists, and one of them, uh, the Brahma Vihara. We've talked about uh, these already. The abodes, uh, the divine abodes, divine. Oh, that's a good problem to solve. Mm-hmm. How's that? Quite low. <laughs> it's good. Okay. So thank you. Um, so um, these qualities are. Um, I think maybe uh, yesterday evening, uh, Raksan might have ref- referred to. To them as our natural states. I don't know if I'm making it up. Or, but there was something about natural state. I think you used that term for something else. For Buddha mind. Buddha mind. Yeah. Well, Buddha mind is, uh, <laughs> is uh, experienced uh, as uh, equanimity, uh, kindness, compassion, and, uh, and joy. Uh, I think, as I see it described, it's our... Um, it's our natural uh, natural state, although it doesn't feel exactly <laughs> like this all the time. Huh? The Buddha mind seems to escape escape us, but it says that when the mind is not visited by confusion and greed, hatred, and all the different, uh, that naturally it's radiant. Naturally, it uh, rejoices when uh, something beautiful happens for self or others. Naturally, it's compassionate when it meets uh, what is difficult instead of falling into despair or, or um, aggression or uh, blaming. Or naturally, it's uh, balanced and uh, kind, caring, benevolent. Wow. I like these, uh, this group of qualities. I like to check their presence and absence in the teaching. Uh, the instruction seems to be a lot around this. Notice the presence, notice the absence of, uh, in a non-judgmental way, uh, I should be more compassionate. Oh, there's absence of compassion here. Oh, there's the presence of compassion. These qualities, what I've noticed is that they um, they really um, help each other a lot. Uh, the um, the equanimity, equanimity is uh, the heart or mind that doesn't fall in the extremes of um, reactivity, of clinging or hating. So the balanced mind. Um, seems like uh, you know equanimity is um, help, helping uh, giving depth and breadth to uh, our benevolence our kindness maybe our kindness uh, I don't know how is your kindness mine is pretty shaky <laughs> you know sometimes it's there sometimes whoops it doesn't take much it's gone <laughs> Where is it? 
And so with the development of um, a balanced uh, um, mind, a mind that can be with uh, what is uh, pleasant or unpleasant, it helps stabilize also the kindness in the heart and the compassion. we talked only about uh, compassion or we practiced, uh, if we were to practice only compassion, um, it would mean we would be uh, hanging out a lot with suffering. And so it seems like joy is calling compassion and saying, hey, honey, you're doing really good work there. Check out the flowers. You know, watch what, see what's working out, what's beautiful. So you can have a rest, refresh yourself, you know. And if we were just in kind of joy or pseudo joy, you know, it's all good. We're all one. We're all happy. It's all great. So compassion saying, yes, joy, come. There's difficult things happening. We can meet them too, you know. So they work uh, well together. And so here, without knowing it, maybe uh, without being absolutely conscious of it, maybe this is what we're developing, these qualities also. We're steadying, giving uh, depth and breath, steadiness to these qualities so they can uh, be really good friends, like our best friends. They can travel with, with us. They can, uh, we can rely on them and the compassion to, uh, to be there. And the friendliness to never be too far, you know. And then to uh, be able to respond easily. So when we uh, notice their absence, we can say, uh, you know, as in the talk uh, today that uh, Jill was given about the wise effort, noticing the absence of a, we can uh, foster, invite its arising. And with the malleability that we are developing, the, the, the mind-heart starts to respond more. You know, before I would say, I would hear, you know, oh, compassion, friendliness, and I would check it out, like, oh, that would be good in that system if it was there. And then it, it would go like this, no, no, it's not there. <laughs> you know, it was like, and now often when I say, oh, a little friendliness could be nice, oops, it's available when it was not... Uh, that responsive before. And so the, the practice makes the heart malleable, pliable in a really good way, so that these uh, become available. We can invite them. So we're so responsive that the mind, we suggest that a little compassion could be welcomed, and whoops, it appears. Yeah. So we make our minds uh, more flex flexible. And the process feels more like, uh, you know, like the, the opening of the heart is often like a cartelement in French. I don't know <laughs> what's the word in English, but it's, it's a breaking open, that heart, huh? often. So tonight I wanted to uh, offer a, a little bit of an exploration on uh, equanimity. Equanimity.
there's a really beautiful definition of equanimity, which is, uh, it says, uh, equally near to all things. Just when some of us might understand that equanimity is uh, kind of detached or indifferent, you know, that non-reactivity. In that definition it says, equally near to all things. And it talks about proximity, intimacy, Sometimes it's presented as a perspective, like as if you were outside watching something. It seems really right as an image, but that's not how I experience it. I experience it much more uh, like being in the middle of things with balance. I don't feel that the practice for me gives me perspective as much as it gives me closeness to things. But I seem to be learning to go in there, in the heart of the matter, you know, with great uh, care and balance more and more. There's a, I would say, a delicious, I don't know if it, that works in English, delicious expression of equanimity in um, Ryokan's uh, haiku, when he says... Uh, See if you recognize something in there. He says, um, Last year, foolish monk. This year, no change. <laughs> I really love that uh, haiku. It's, it's so, uh, yeah, it's a mixture of equanimity and joy and compassion and uh, kindness. You know, it's a clear seeing, you know, like, oh, I still have all <laughs> the same little quirks that I had when I started my practice last year or a decade ago. But then there's a lot of tenderness, you know. Last year, foolish monk. This year, no change. <laughs> so that might be closer to the taste of freedom than what you have in mind, you know. <laughs> The self-improvement project, you know, come out of retreat, it's all been taken care of now, perfect. <laughs> That's not what happened to him, anyway. <laughs> so, to do that little exploration here tonight about uh, equanimity... the ways we could uh, go about this would be to uh, uh, put this as a value, as a, an interest. Oh, this evening, in this practice, I'm really interested by uh, balance of heart, not falling into despair, reactivity, or um, blaming, or anticipating, projecting, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like my practice to. Uh, um, really interested in calm. Um, yeah, non-reactivity, keeping the kindness going. 
I'm really curious about this. So setting an intention. So if I decide to do the reflection that Pascal is suggesting, I'm going to do it uh, with uh, taking firstly great care of uh, the heart so it stays afloat. So I can keep some uh, buoyancy of heart. And in the reflection, things that could help would be maybe to uh, open the eyes if I feel it's uh, getting intense at any point. And just noticing that I'm here, that it's safe here, it's relatively quiet here. Before I do the press practice, or I'm going to consider what's the quality of the heart now. Is that is it already uh, overwhelmed or sunken in some way? Is it wise for me to, to make this uh, have this reflection? And see for yourself what will keep the heart, mind, body uh, peaceful. Quiet. It could be good to have touch points. Like coming back to the feet or hands, if there are places where the attention can rest. or hearing. And if you want, the invitation would be to um, always with this intention to explore equanimity, balance, non-reactivity. The invitation would be to think of uh, somebody that you know Who's, uh, who's having some difficulty in their life, some aspect of their life that is uh, challenging. And uh, this time I'm going in there, not to solve anything, it's just to actually learn how to hold, be with, some uh, patience, steadiness, courage. So you, somebody will come to mind if you decide to do this exercise in an aspect of their life that is challenging, maybe health or relationship, finances, or physical or mental health. And as I think of this person and their challenge, I'm very interested in staying afloat, not sinking in despair or reactivity of all kind. I'm not even trying to find a solution right now. It's the step right before that.
And a sentence I could play with is, uh, this is how it is for you right now. There is this challenge. Or this aspect of your life that is uh, troubling, unresolved, uncertain. This is how it is for you right now. I'm caring, I'm not turning away, I'm not getting agitated either. This is how it is for you. There is this challenge for you right now. learning how to hold something uh, delicate, fragile. This is how it is for you right now. It's an expression of equanimity. Coming close, but in a balanced, steady way. And if you want, expressing a wish of compassionate wish here may you find the resources inner resources and outer resources to overcome that challenge or accept it may you be uh, free from your suffering. And then letting go the image of the person and of uh, that aspect of their life also as a practice of equanimity. See if we can not cling to that and come back to the body here become aware of the body sitting, breathing, making space for something else now, just the quality of the air in the room, the temperature of the air. 
sounds or silence. Noticing that this is happening, hearing. Noticing the state of the heart or mind right now. If you want, you could bring your attention in the chest area. And see if it's... uh, still in balance there. Or if you can hold whatever charge is there. With some measure of calm. Feeling the breath in the belly if we want to. And to continue explore uh, equanimity, you could think now maybe of uh, somebody you know, love, care for, a friend, who's experiencing something beautiful in their life right now, in one aspect of their life. A child discovering the world. Or somebody experiencing success in their health or some relationship, well-being. if you can allow appreciation to be there a joy for this being may your happiness grow and never cease This is how it is for this person. And we hold that. We care or rejoice about that for a moment more. We see if we can uh, let that person, the thoughts of that person go, of that being.
dissipate and discover what's here now. The body sitting, sensitive to sounds, Hands resting somewhere. And if you want to continue this exploration here, I would invite you to now, always with the great interest for balance and quietness and careful uh, holding. If you want to, you could think of a, maybe one troubling aspect of your life. And see if tonight, this evening, it would be possible to consider this quietly, softly, not trying to resolve anything just yet. just acknowledging this is how it is for me right now with this aspect of my life there is this uh, uncertainty or dissatisfaction or confusion or pain This is how it is for me right now. There's this thing unresolved. Unclear or troubling. This is how it is right now. I'm not turning away, I'm not trying to fix, I'm just uh, aware, recognizing, learning how to hold, how to be with. like this right now.
And if I want, uh, could express now a compassionate uh, wish. May I find in myself the resources, the qualities that will help me meet this challenge or this difficulty. May I find inner and outer resources to be with this or overcome this. May I have the acceptance and courage, clarity, creativity or patience to be with this. May I find ease, deep ease. And letting go the thoughts related to this uh, challenge. And just noticing what is here at the sense doors. Tingling maybe in the toes. Movements of the belly rising and gently falling. Notice if the mind is able to let go, or if it's a little hooked here. It would be natural that it would be. play with the malleability of the heart and mind. We could think of uh, maybe three things we are grateful for right now in our lives. Okay, four. For the remaining uh, uh, ten minutes or so, I invite you to see if you can just stay here. Stay here. with care.
Notice the quality of the heart-mind here. No judgments, we're just noticing this kind of factual, heavy, light, charge, intense, subtle, neutral, not much, a lot, spacious, tight. Can it be okay that it, life took this form? Life uh, is like this right now. This is how it is right now. Can that be known, fully experienced, with care, compassion, or balance? There's another um, haiku that uh, seems to um, hold the four Brahma Viharas, some kind of joy and appreciation and compassion and uh, care and uh, equanimity, equilibrium. Is um, it goes like I can't remember from whom this is, um, but it says. Um, the night and the moon and my neighbor playing the flute out of tune. (laughs) The night and the moon and my neighbor playing the flute out of tune. I like that. Can that be okay? Yeah, I think it can. There's the moon and the night's beautiful appreciation, and there's also the (laughs) (laughs) very much like life, often, no. Okay, so the evening and the traffic of the birds. Thank you.